Welcome to the Free Man Void. Of course, that is if you're listening to the podcast, not the podcast, I mean my YouTube or BitChute. And if you're listening to the podcast, Free Man's Addendum, that's FMA Mad World. Thank you for listening. I'm your host, again, Victus D. Void or Vic D. Void or Vic, whatever floats your boat. Today we're talking about laws, laws of society. So I I recently had a conversation with a uh, friend of mine. Um, we we tried to record our conversation, but the audio came out a bit groggy and messy. So I decided to use the topic we discussed uh, for an episode. And yeah, we're talking about laws and where do they come from. And a few other questions that seem to be, uh, well, that I find to be very interesting that he, he asked me. And I, and I think are questions we should really consider if we are to come to an understanding of how messed up our society is. So he started off with asking me, where do I think laws come from? And my answer to that is there are three different categories of laws. Laws of nature, laws of societal relations, and regulatory laws of the individual. Now, laws of nature are the only laws that are forces of absolution. They govern how nature works. And because our life force is tied to the state of the natural world we live in, the laws of nature have always and will always be the most important. They are the base in which our laws must be built on top, or all other laws must be built on top. For example, human beings need sunlight. We need to go outside and be outside uh, in nature for a certain amount of time or a certain amount of hours a day or a week. Some humans need more and others do not. Not being out in the sunlight or the natural world for some time always causes me and most of the of the people on planet Earth to become depressed and much more cynical about life than I actually am, although I am already much more cynical than the average person. Of course, there are more laws of nature, but that's just one example. Because of my lack of knowledge, however, I am not going to pretend to know more than I do. But Simply put, laws of nature are rules that you must follow if you do not want to mess with the environment around you. I know farmers have a rule where you can't, uh, you have to make sure you switch the certain parts of your land that you farm every every few years or so because you can over farm a land and, and dry it up of its resources. So I know there are rules like that. And there are certain rules of nature that a society must follow if they wished to survive. Now, within the laws of nature, there are two different types of laws. There's laws that govern the natural world and laws that govern human nature. The laws that govern the natural world are, of course, again, more fundamental than ever, and they're very important, and, and they're forces of absolution. However, the laws that govern human nature are also forces of absolution, and they are laws uh, that are similar to the Ten Commandments and exist in almost every society around the world. No matter how sophisticated or civilized, of course. Yes, there are outlier situations where you may discover a society that has no such laws. And if you do find yourself in such a society, I suggest you run far and run very fast. These laws, laws that govern human nature, are what we call moral code. Why is it bad to commit murder? Because when you murder someone, you create strife, fear, and you take the loved ones from those who rely on them. Why is it bad to steal? Because no one would like it if someone stole their own possessions, not even thieves. Why is it bad to drink too much? Because alcoholics usually put themselves in predicaments that lead to suffering. 
moral codes are not the same as laws of societal relations. Laws of societal relations are based on societal systems rather than the individual's well-being. Now, laws of societal relations are based entirely on the history between members within said society or a group. And of course, the laws of nature. For example, Japanese society is very collectivist. They are incredibly xenophobic and some may say even racist, but it's not from a place of evil. Japan is an island nation and they've had to deal with struggles of natural disasters for centuries and thousands of years. Or I don't know, for however amount of time they've, you know, Japanese people have been on that island. To survive a tsunami, one must follow the rules of the hive and not break away from said society. The person who behaves in a way that makes it difficult for him or her to fit in their society is usually the person whose dead body has to be fished from the water by the survivors of the latest flash flood. So the rules that govern their society are strict and require much more attention than the rules that govern American society and the various smaller societies within them. Because remember, societies exist in layers. Of course, there is a general American society, which is what we call American pop culture. But then there is a state society within each state. And then within each state, there is a regional society. And then within each region, there is town societies. And then within each town societies, there are neighborhood societies, depending on how connected each neighborhood is. And then within neighborhood societies, there's usually uh, family societies that may cross regional boundaries or state boundaries depending on how large and how and how widespread each family is regulatory laws of the individual these are the final laws we will talk about now these are personal codes that the individuals develop for themselves so that they could operate or be their best selves without breaking the laws of societal relations and the laws of nature regulatory laws of the individual are much more malleable than laws that govern societal relations and laws of nature. However, they cannot be changed to such a degree that they go against the laws of nature without inviting disastrous consequences to the individual and even the society. However, regulatory laws of the individual can go against laws of societal relations if one has the means of minimizing the effects that these violations may have on him or the society. So a businessman who enjoys sleeping around with different women in various in a very conservative society likely has the money to provide for a child if one of these partners does get pregnant, which would minimize the negative effects that may come his way. Now, does that mean sleeping with random women is not a bad thing? No, you are still doing a bad thing. Now, all of these three laws, these three categories of laws are the, are the laws that form naturally in most human societies without again, without the influence of governments. The problem with the modern world is that we've developed a new kind of law that is referred to as legislations. Legislations are rules that are enforced on society by a foreign entity we call the government or the state. Legislations don't benefit the average man within each society. They are not passed and made into law to improve our lives, but rather they are made laws by the state in order for the state to better regulate our, our behavior so that the state system can operate more smoothly or in a way that benefits the controllers of the state. Legislations are anti-human in nature because they ignore the individual behavior in order to establish a collectivist tradition that isn't developed by the individuals within said society through culture and history, 
but rather through the use of the philosophically divine authority we give to the state. Would you like to know the easiest way to create a society of willing and obedient slaves? Well, first, you establish a democracy. 1776, done. You establish a code of ethics and a societal narrative of individuality and divine blessings from above for your specific system. You then give the citizens of said society a list of things, or as we call, rights, that they are allowed to do and call it some silly name like, I don't know, the Bill of Rights. For some reason, the citizens whose entire goal was to attain freedom from unjust authority will embrace the idea of government-sanctioned freedoms as if they were in addition to the Ten Commandments. Then, as your society starts to adopt a status quo and a philosophical narrative about their country, like, I don't know, the land of the free and the home of the brave, you start to play dirty. While the sheep carry on with their lives, you turn their sights on those government-sanctioned freedoms. Obviously... Those freedoms are obstacles to your greater agenda, which is attaining complete power, but you can't just take them back. It's too late for that. If you did so, the sheep may wake up and become aware that this was a ruse all along. No, you cannot take those rights away. By yourself, of course. No, instead, you need those sheep to let you take them away. So, you use the most effective tool against freedom that you have. Legislations. Yes, you pass legislation and make them law. Will the sheep get mad? Of course they will. But here's the thing. You're rich and powerful, and so are your friends. So you call your buddy who may happen to own three of the largest newspapers in the game and have them attack the truth with a very powerful weapon of evil, false narratives. That's right. You don't need to hide the truth. All you need to do is confuse the sheep about the nature of the truth. They won't believe you, of course, but they will be confused enough that they'll just forget about it and move on. From there, you've already figured it out. All you have to do then is just not screw up. What's that, you ask? What if someone on the inside of your operation snitches on you? Well, you shoot them in the fucking face. Now get out there and get some slaves. You get it, guys, now? It's a very simple method. So yeah, that's how you corrupt a society through the use of laws. Now, the second question my man asked me is, do you think that people are inherently good? Because I am a believer in God and, and I, I don't consider myself religious because religion is man-made, but I do believe in God and his only begotten son. So, therefore, I believe humanity was made good at the beginning. Therefore, we are good by nature because we always mean to do the good, even if our intentions is to do the wrong thing. Most people who do bad things do them because they believe their actions may lead to uh, better results. While they may be delusional and are indeed being bad people, their desire to do good in their own way stems from the naturally good nature of mankind. Now, there are bad people who actually do want to do these things or do bad things to achieve bad results, and those people are called psychopaths. The problem with humanity is that we are sick. We've been infected by a spiritual virus God refers to as sin. When one engages in sin, unless they stop their sinful ways and seek help from God directly or through an authoritative expert of some kind, their sinful ways will lead to more sins being committed until their deaths. And the wages of sin are, of course, death. 
It's the same way of how one tries to heal themselves from a virus or a sickness. If you continue on with your life without addressing the sickness, you will indeed die. The problem with our society is we've been infected by sin on every level and it's leading to very bad results. Now, moving forward, the third question he asked me is, how do we unite for common defense without a government? Most of the things in the business world, I think, would take care of themselves, but there's a lot of people that their entire lives revolve around rebelling against the police or have a lot of evil things they want to do, and law enforcement is the only clear line of why they don't do them. This question he asks is concerning how do we establish an anarchist state that doesn't lead to complete chaos. You know, so of course, to prevent chaos, we need some sort of law enforcement. This is where the confusion stems from. I am not against a degree of centralized power. We need some sense of centrali centralized unity to establish a system of law enforcement. However, to do so, we need to put people with expertise in the forefront. There will always be individuals with expertise in specific areas. We could simply give authority to those knowledgeable in combat and battle and allow them to lead defense forces um, of volunteer soldiers, similar to how the Israelites did so without a king or a real government prior to the establishment of their first king. Now, as far as law enforcement is concerned, we can even allow individuals with experience to take care of that as well. But bad individuals can be stopped by just allowing every man to own their own guns or means to defend themselves from the forces of evil. The success of this society is dependent more on the ability for the elders to establish the moral codes, or again, laws that govern human nature. Now, should towns be able to have councils and do a small amount of governing in their areas? Yes. Again, I'm not against a degree of centralized power. It's very good to have a body that is constantly ready to do what is necessary to solve our problems. What I'm against is a full-blown state that has more authority over the people than they do over the state. You can have a centralized body that is controlled um, or operated by elders or those with experience. However, that centralized body must actually serve the people. An established government like our own and many of the governments we have now in our modern world are not controlled by us, but rather the investors, which are always the elites. It, they're just corporations, you know, that are that exist on a much grander level. But, yeah, that's my two cents on where laws come from. If you're interested in hearing more, go ahead and check out my book, Societal Evolution, Journey to the Dollhouse. And I did start a... Uh, Discord channel for serious discussions, and if you're interested in that, go ahead and check out my YouTube page for access to my uh, Instagram, and DM me and let me know if you're interested. Aside from that, ladies and gentlemen, stay focused, stay alert, and of course, God bless.